The mics are shut off. No, we need the mic on to do this. Oh, that's right.
are you boys here to look at the refrigerator? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, we're here to look at the TV. <clears throat> oh. Rocky Dogs, what? Cha-cha cheetah. Free, free bicycle. What is happening? Welcome to another wonderful episode of Three Wheel Bicycle Podcast. Coming out of uh, Casper, Wyoming. You might recognize me from such films as Get Off My Porch, Creeper. And (laughs) 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 we're coming live. Van Ryden Design Studio. I'm Stevie V. I'm Joshin. And we got another returning guest, which is so rad. I'm always glad when he comes around. We got Gunner. <laughs> Woo-hoo. Ooh, do we got the... We ain't got the cheer? We ain't got, the cheer gets too loud. Oh, that's... Right. It's gone. I'm going to get rain down. It's rain. Yeah, it's raining. Uh, oh, take yeah, fuck that shit. Take yeah, fuck it, dude. F it. Sorry, I gotta try not to cuss anymore. Oh yeah. Monetize it. Yeah, trying to. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, if anybody that was curious about what song that was uh, playing, that was uh, our friends of Band Repent. Uh, Blood boils red. They are going to be playing uh, at Oil City Beer Company, 7 p.m., Saturday, August 27th. It's like their kickoff party, which is going to be pretty rad. The written In Blood Tour, Skylance, from Ash to Stone. Stone? Sometimes I write too small, man. I'm not good with taking notes sometimes. Stone fell... Stonefell uh, Fell Harvest. Check it out, guys. <laughs> I'm going to go shut that door real quick. Yeah. Uh, uh, I can grab the door for you, bro. Thanks, man. Three people so far? Awesome. Thank you guys for watching. Thanks. Thanks for watching. Uh, Sorry for the rain. I mean, we, yep. it's really good and we love it. Pretty but I don't know if it sounds worth a shit. Yeah, it's pretty rainy at the ballpark tonight, folks. That it is. It is not going to get the rain delay, though. No rain delay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that door's kind of jacked up. Uh, we got all kinds of stuff to talk about tonight. Hell yeah. We got some... Uh, well, the usual. We got to see what Gunner's been up to, too. Yes. You know what I mean? We got to see what Gunner's been up to, too. We actually ran into him last night at the Atmosphere concert, which was a pretty rad show. It was pretty rad. I think if it would have not rained so much, I bet you it would have kept going. Right? I'm sure. That dude always puts on a good show. It yeah. was the lightning, though. It was the main thing. He would have kept playing in the rain, but I don't think I would have wanted to stand out there on a big freaking metal, metal platform. platform. Yeah. <laughs> Biggest thing in, yeah. in a mile. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's no good. 
Yeah, dude. Cool, uh, iRacing was really cool. Hell yeah, it was the first time I ever saw those guys. They sounded I really good. I actually downloaded a few songs. Yeah? Of theirs right after. They got oh. I used to listen to Iration a lot, like, years and years and years ago. But they sounded good. I'd never, you know. Yeah. Cool. I personally never heard them until No. Last I saw night. part of a set they did with the band Revolution one time. Um, and it was, it was all right, man. It was like the sound was off. Like, it just didn't, like, the band was good, but, like, the sound was so... It didn't have any ba- it was like all bass there was like no anything else and so it was just kind of we didn't even stay for the whole show but yeah. last night was like incredible yeah they had a good their sound people were fucking on it yeah dude. it sounded good it sounded good from far away oh yeah that's we had to park way the hell over by the high school and freaking you could hear it oh for real day over there, man. Damn. Far away. So what you're saying is, don't buy tickets to outdoor shows at the gas light. Yeah. If you stand across the street in the fucking parking lot, you can pretty much be right there. Where, yeah. Well, where me and Jessica were standing at, like, towards the, like, end of it or whatever, towards, like, the gate, there were people over there, like, oh, just yeah. sitting there watching it and shit. Yeah, dude, that's, that's cool. And, like, it would have been cool to see, uh... Slug walking around, slug and ant walk around, but yeah. I can understand like the not wanting to deal with like you know. drunk people. Yeah. 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 You know. For sure, especially if you're not drinking. Well, so they went to the record store yesterday, and I uh, pre- and Sonic. I frequent Sonic Rainbow. Yeah, yeah, man. Like I'm, I'm always in there. Like, um, I've grown pretty close with Jude, the owner, and and the girl that works in there, Madison. She's super cool, and um. I went in there today just to, you know, I. now that I don't live in Casper, it's like I try to go in there when I'm here and see what they got and say what's up. And uh, I went in there, and the first thing Madison said to me was, dude, where the fuck were you at yesterday? And I'm like, I was here. Why? I was in town. Why? And she was like, I tried messaging you, and fucking atmosphere was here. They just showed up unannounced. And uh, she was like, and like nobody knew they were there. So she was like, my phone was in the back room, though. And I didn't want to just like leave them out, like walk away from them, you know, yeah, or whatever the reason was. So she said she hopped on the shop computer and tried to message me from their Facebook page. Well, Messenger filtered it as spam. So I Mm. never saw it. And so I looked at my mailbox and was like, yeah, sure, shit, dude, there it is. And she said one person posted, a, like, a snap or something with them, and then it was just fucking packed after that. Yeah. But she said they hung out for a couple hours, dude, and, like, bought up a bunch of albums. And they're, so That's cool, man. Like that, They're very grateful people, man. That shit's super cool, and, like, that's the kind of, like, behavior that got me into Atmosphere was yeah, just knowing it. that, like, yep. they are genuine. Dude, no matter how old, like... How long has Atmosphere been putting albums out? Over twenty Since, years, bro. Yeah. I was yeah, and they're still kidding. relevant. Yeah, like they're and it's because they don't they don't put on this facade or this fake bullshit. It's like, I mean, if you listen to uh, Mi Vida Local or if you listen to The Day Before Halloween or whatever, these albums that they've released in the last couple of years, mm-hmm. bro, like 
it's relevant. It's not them trying to keep their youth alive. It's right. them like like Postal Lady, bro. It's just him talking about his wife ordering too much shit yeah, online, dude. and yeah. him thinking the yeah. male lady's cute, and <laughs> yeah. like being grateful for yeah. it. But he does it in a way that's like it mm. it fucks. Yeah, you know I mean? like yeah. it's yeah for sure. It's I cool, agree. and I and just from listening to their music, it just seems like yeah, these are some down to earth motherfuckers. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Down to earth and. When's the first... Okay, here's a question. When's the first time you heard Atmosphere? Ooh. Okay. Uh, when I lived in Arizona. Yeah, so... Like fucking 16 or some shit. Um, what song was it? Fuck, I don't know. It was the fucking... I still remember the first song. That. I, I was at a kid's house and he was listening to this shit. I didn't even know who it was till later in life. But I remember it had that fucking clown and shit on the album. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Sound is vibration is the first song that I that got me turned on the atmosphere. Uh, and I, I, I kind of fucked with them for you know whatever. Like it, it was just like random in the playlist. Like, and then when I was like 18 years old. I moved to Fargo, North Dakota on a fucking whim, bro. I met a kid that I went to school with in Sheridan. He was from Detroit Lakes, Minnesota, which is just over the border from Fargo-Moorhead. And it's like 45 minutes away and like give or take. And um, when we got done with school, he was like, bro, I'm going back to Minnesota or North Dakota where my brother lives. You should come. And uh, I, I still remember this plain as day, dude. Pra had just got signed to Rhyme Sayers, mm. and he had just dropped Gompo, the album where he's sitting in the tub with the green background with like the spaghetti or whatever. And I remember his brother was about to get married, or they had just got married, and we were in the car with his brother and brother's new wife, and they put on uh, that album. And they would let us borrow their car. They were cool as shit, bro. They would let us borrow their car. Like, yo, you need to get a job. You need to do this. You need to do that. I had a little Honda that was like a little turbo B-series Honda that was always torn apart and didn't run constantly. And, you know, 18 years old. Like, fuck a daily driver. Yeah. And so I just remember listening to that album on loop because it was in the CD player. And I didn't want to mess with their radio. And that, like, kind of turned me on to, to prop. And then from there, I was like, dude, this shit's dope. Just started listening to Atmosphere more. And, yeah. like, it's just, it's crazy, bro. Like, they're. I'm, I'm still just, like, yeah. baffled, like, how many years he's been, like, doing relevant. it. You know relevant what I mean? even. Right. Not and just like, doing it. And I don't know. Relevantly just, doing <clears> it. Right. Yeah. And I don't know if it's a fact. But I thought, I read somewhere, I heard somewhere that he, like, fucking has. A record for like the fucking most fucking albums put out by a fucking hip hop person continuously. Yo, okay, so I collect vinyl records, not to be a hipster, but because it's <laughs> it's genuinely like, look, it makes you feel different when you listen. To yes, bro, mm-hmm. because look, we've become so accustomed to. I want to listen to this. I just pull my phone out of my yep. pocket and it's there, right? Yep. But when you gotta go. Dude, I've driven as far as like 16 hours 
to to scoop albums because it's like I might have some sh- something shuffle on my phone at work and I'm like, yo, I forgot how much this album slaps. And then I, I think about it and I'm like, I'm going to get it on vinyl. I stop listening to it digitally completely. Yeah. I shut it down, bro. I will not. So if I'm like, I want Mac Miller's faces, I'm not going to listen to it till I get it on vinyl because when I do get it on vinyl, it just hits different. Yeah. It's like yeah. Oh, yeah. It, you, you feel more satisfied with it because you actually had to go out and get it, bro. You actually yeah. had to go hunt yep. it down and fucking find it. And like, and it's kind of like movies and shit. Too. Yeah, bro. <clears throat> We've become so accustomed to Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, yeah. that it's like, yo, when's the last time that you watched a DVD? And, and like, we're still pretty early in the era of like streaming that it doesn't really make sense to buy DVDs. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, because it's just like you can still go buy them, but it's starting to get to the point where we've been away from physical copies so long that I think we're starting to come back to it. I think people like that. I think they want to find it. What do you think about magazines? The other day when I went to the grocery store, like walked by the shit, you know, and then I'm just like, man, I remember, you know, being a little kid and like, that was the first place you'd go. Yeah, dude. My mom would, yeah, my mom would take us to the grocery store and me and my brother would stand at the magazine rack and we would read Racer X. We would read like Trans World Motocross, you know, like, and then if we were lucky enough, we would convince our mom to buy it. And because of that, my brother has some super, super badass old racer x and trans world motocross magazines and sleeves that are like carmichael winning a championship or like stuff that at the time was just what was happening but now it's like bro carmichael's the goat Mm -hmm. like anything you have carmichael related that's real from the era and is in good shape right dude like it's it's just there's something about it man And, and so back to what you were saying when I started my atmosphere collection, because I try to collect artist by artist for the most part, so because oh, you yeah. could get so, yeah. you could be like, oh, I'm gonna get this, I'm gonna get that. Right. It gets to a point where it's like, these shits are like on average thirty dollars an album, so it's like you gotta pick and choose the right shit, and and so my atmosphere collection turned into a rhyme sayers collection, yeah. turned into anything that they've ever been affiliated with, right. and I literally have. I have a 50-album crate filled to the brim with nothing but Rhyme Sayers shit, and I'm probably not even a quarter of the way through the Rhyme Sayers discography. Like, every, like MF Doom and Prof, and, uh, and if you guys haven't checked them out, my favorite artist on Rhyme Sayers right now, outside of Slug and Ant, is a dude that goes by Evidence. He's, mm. bro, like, he's got, like, that funky Prof flow. But he's wet, he's from California. He's got that West Coast like, almost like, late '90s Dre vibes, dude, right. mixed with rhyme sayers, and That's it's cool. it just works, man. I I jammed to that Blueprint, dude. I seen him. Which one? Blueprint. He was on Rhyme Sayers. Yeah, bro. They've got what's cool about Rhyme Sayers is like, look, if you okay, if you look at Mac Miller for example, Mac Miller was this independent artist. More or less, he was on like Rostrum, and then he had his own Remember Music, and then it was like, then he was like super independent, and then out of nowhere, he signs with Warner Brothers, which everybody was kind of like, that's a little odd, but maybe he's just tired of doing all the extra shit around making music, you know? Yeah. But if you want to collect Warner Brothers, bro, you could have anything from like, uh, I don't know, dude, like 
Adele, and I'm not saying Adele's on Warner, but I'm saying Warner has such a diverse portfolio. Uh, right. Rhyme Sayers is unique because Rhyme Sayers, I know for a fact that if it's something that I've never heard and it's got the Rhyme Sayers logo on the album, I know I'm going to like it because they have a sound, bro. They have, they have a platform that they stick to, and that's why they have the popularity they have because people know that if, if Slug and Ant are, are fucking with somebody that, like, is – it's gonna be what you're into, bro. Like, yeah. So I'll uh, have to bring some stuff over for you guys to check out. For sure. Uh, speaking of things like that, so Monday morning I'm launching. It's already in the works. It was one of those little things that like I've been wanting to do for a long time, but like never did. Yeah. But it's on Zeno.fm, all around underground radio. I've already got a couple artists up on the lineup. Super stoked. So what's like, like the premise of it? What is your what are you doing? Uh basically trying to like get local artists like their voice heard, you know what I mean? Oh, like, so you'll you'll a, be you'll be take going out and like finding stuff and trying to push it? I'm already getting I'm already getting it. You got I'm people so contacting you yep, that I'm want already you to, so grateful for That's really cool, every, dude. Like giving people a voice is big. I'm Especially so in, in our world, man. Yeah, like, dude. Everybody can have a voice with social media, but because of that, nobody really has one unless they have, uh, you know. Right. Like, you guys are gaining notoriety because you guys are persistent, and that's what it takes. You guys, you guys are always – you never stop. Like, you're always putting paintings mm-hmm. out. You guys are always doing your episode. You guys are always staying relevant. You're always posting, and, like – that's tough. A lot of people don't have the energy for that, and so they're never heard. Yeah. And so for you to take a platform that you've built that's continuing to grow, and, and you could wake up tomorrow and you guys could have a million subscribers right. because that's the world we live in. Right. And then you are taking your voice and helping other people, and, like, that's really what it's all about, dude. Just Hell yeah. we're I, all in this shit together. Yeah, I uh, heard something the other day. Uh Denzel Washington. Like I sit out here and I like listen to motivational type shit. You know oh, yeah. what I mean? That's what gets me. You need me. to look up Jocko, bro. He said consistent without consistency you will never win. No. And that is gangster as fuck, dude. <laughs> it's real, bro. Like the difference between between good and great is you know is persistence it is staying in it it's like dude you could be a baller ass painter and you only do one painting a year there's no hype around that bro because then people know they go oh he does one painting a year that's not attainable for me i'm never gonna get that painting me as a regular guy who makes regular wages is never gonna get that painting so then people lose interest, right? Right. The, the super rich take interest because it's just a collectible whatever. But you persistently putting paintings out, dude, I can't go anywhere in this fucking town without seeing your paintings hanging up. And that's the shit. Dude, and I thanks, remember when you started man. this shit, Stevie. Thanks, man. And that's the difference between you and a lot of artists and even myself. Like when I'm struggling to just sit down and work on a painting – I'll have five unopened snaps from you, bro. 
and I'll fuck, <laughs> and I'll not not because I'm not you know like whatever mm-hmm. I'll be mm-hmm. busy throughout the day and then I'm just like oh yeah Stevie snapped me a couple times today and I'll open it up and it's just you grinding every time bro it's never just you sitting on your couch watching TV every single day you Snapchat me pictures and you're constantly painting 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 and because of that you're gonna Stevie I've told you this before you're gonna make it bro like anybody who knows you knows that they know that you have that mentality they know that you're a go-getter and that that is a that's a big deal bro Just shout out to up. eugene Vanderheiden. he gave me all the guts and glory on all that shit hell yeah dude i got my shout out to travis roach as well <laughs> hell yeah. that's cool bro yeah you're killing it dog you guys are doing a cool thing here like uh I will always come back to this show, dude, if ever given Thanks, the opportunity. Because I've, I've never had a bad time here. And, uh. It's raining pretty hard. It's getting it, bro. <laughs> it's raining good. Yeah. So, how was atmosphere? Because I didn't pretty personally good. see atmosphere last <laughs> night, but yeah. It was, it was good. It was way good. That's um, cool, man. I personally, well, it's kind of obvious if you if you go to. A show at Red Rocks, and you're not right down on the fucking front. Yeah, first a ten rows. Like this, yeah. It's so personal, it was bro. Fucking amazing and compared. Yeah, Just when I I thought about. I could see the motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, bro, and you you know what's cooler than being able to see them is knowing that they see you. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Knowing that mm-hmm. they see you, bro. For real. They see you grinding it out, sweating it out to be at their show. That's why I was rocking that pink shirt, too, man. Hip bongs, not women. (laughs) Hey, bro, I'm just going to say, like, uh, it was the weirdest fucking thing. Like, sorry, I didn't mean, I'm not, I don't mean to cuss. Um, you're good, man. But, like, you had a different experience. Part of, yeah, okay, so. Yeah, so for anybody who saw me at the show last night, like, forget what you think you know. Like, I know it probably looked one way for sure. I definitely looked like I was on another planet, bro. But I had two drinks last night, and the third drink that I got, I remember handing it to my sister to pour it out because I was good. I got a glass of water. I was good. I was chilling. I was just getting ready to see atmosphere. That's what I was there for. I remember that. I wasn't there to get belligerent. I wasn't there to get fucked up. Mm -hmm. I wasn't. That's not what I was there for. Like, I I drove down from Sheridan to watch atmosphere, bro. And uh, just, like, got hit like a brick wall, dude, and was just, like, made a jello, dude. And just grabbed onto a pole in the crowd. And kneeled down and just held on to it, bro. Because I was like, I felt like I was going to float away, dude. Like, come to find out, I had a concussion that I caught at work yesterday. And I got hit in the head. I didn't think anything of it. um, To the point where, like, I was fully convinced I got drugged. My sister found me in the crowd somehow and, like, was like, dude, are you good? And I told her the first thing I said to her, the first thing that I said to anybody in, in probably an hour was, I think somebody drugged me. Yeah. Like, dude, I'm a, like, I, I I've did a lot of hard drugs for a lot of years. And, uh, and in all the time and all the 
shit that I did, I never felt like this in my life, bro. Like really? I, I, I was dripping sweat off of my face and like off of my hair even, bro. And like my arm, like dude, my whole body was so sweaty, bro. And I thought I was like, I thought I was dying, dude. Like I thought somebody slipped me some fentanyl or something because I was like on That's another. Crazy. Come to find out, bro, head injury and two drinks. That's all it took. And like, right, like I almost called out tonight, dude, because I was like, you know, I, I don't know. Like, I'm still not 100. I'm still not. I, I mean, it, it was just weird, bro. Like, it was a really weird experience. And, and I remember like popping in and out of like coherency. Right. And at one point, I remember hearing a specific atmosphere song that's always resonated with me because it's about partying and getting fucked up and like, and. I could hear that playing out in the background, and it was like a nightmare, dude. It was seriously yeah. like a living nightmare because I, I've come all this way and went through all this shit to see atmosphere, bro. And I was there in the crowd. I could hear them. I could feel the music, but I couldn't see them. I couldn't stand up. I couldn't see. My vision was blurred. I was. That's crazy. Dude. And a second thing, bro, the security that was there last night, and I don't even care who's listening to this. They can lick my fucking asshole, bro. Because, like, they treated me like I was just some drunk junkie that couldn't mm. handle his shit, bro. Because you're all tatted up and everything. Yeah, bro. Too, but... They picked me up and were pushing me out of the crowd. And I got out of the crowd in front of the Atmosphere merch booth. And I turned around and respectful as fuck, dude. I was like, hey, man, could you let go of my shirt? I can walk myself out. Because I had... Right when they started messing with me, bro, I just started puking. Like, I puked like, like six times, bro. Jeez. But it was all, it was all fluid. There, it wasn't like vomit. It was just fluid, and and like, so that kind of like brought me back a little bit. And and the dude straight up said no, and they both grabbed me by the shirt, and then they started shouting at the top of their lungs, bro, to make make room, make room. They, they, they were making a scene, bro, and it was embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. And so while they were taking me through, I do remember this bit. As they were walking me through the bar, I was yelling at people, telling them, look out, got a felon coming through, got a felon. Just, like, clowning on them, bro. Right. Because they were just unnecessarily shitty about it. Like, yeah, I believe it, man. I needed medical attention, bro, and they were just, like, treating me like I was just some drugged-out fucking dirtbag. So. That's crazy. And, you know, like, it is what it is. I, I put myself there. Like, I, but, like, dude, I've never had a concussion in my life. Yeah. Never did it cross my mind, bro. Like, so, to anybody who hit their head, go get checked out, bro. You're not too cool to fucking get checked out. Yeah, get checked out if you have a head injury. Because I missed my favorite living musician last night over that shit. <laughs> so, like... Now I got I gotta go I'm gonna go see him at Red Rocks now, which is just another expense that I didn't want, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. But my sister is like insisting I work for her husband, so they're like, No, you're going, bro. Hell yeah. Got but you. I'm glad y'all had a good time and gotta go. Yeah, it was cool. I dug it. I still yeah. got my money's worth. I saw Iration, like that yeah, alone yeah. was a fifty dollar ticket. Right. Do we got people watching? Uh, yeah, we got three people now. Thank you, uh, everybody. Watch. Was watching. Tracy was watching. I don't know if they still are. 
Heck yeah, I thank you guys for watching the live feed on a Friday night. Henry's watching from so, out of curiosity, what did you guys pay for your general admission tickets? I think it was like 40 or 50 bucks. I did it online. Bucks. 40 bucks? It was all over the place, bro. Cause well, like, my wife went straight into Spotlight and fucking straight bottom. Right away? No. Just In person, though? Did you guys get like real tickets? Yeah. The real, with the stubs and stuff? Yep. That's what I wanted, but by the time that I got paid and could order the ticket, this is... I had a feeling yesterday morning uh, when I got up, this kid I worked with was like, hey, bro, you excited about tonight? Knew I was going. And I was like, you know, I am, but I'm, but I'm also, I just had a weird feeling in my stomach. And, uh, and then he hits me in the head with a rock, bro, later, like an hour later. And, and the first thing that went through my head was, this is just my luck. Like, I'm not going to yeah. be able to go to the concert. Because it rocked me, bro. Like, I was seeing stars, dude. Like, and so I, I thought for sure, like, man. But then I, I got in the Bobcat, dude, had the AC on and was good. And so I just forgot about it, man. I honestly was just like, whatever, you know. And But I had this feeling the whole night. That being said, why I was saying that is because for, like, two and a half, three months, bro, I've been checking every day or every other day checking online for the tickets to see if the meet and greet tickets were still there because oh, i wanted to get yeah. two albums i had signed i wanted to get their first album overcast and then my favorite uh atmosphere album is Southsiders. such i mean call it what you will bro but that's their one of their best albums in my opinion like front to back every track which is how they are anyways but so i get on there the second i my 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 check hits my account bro i hop on the website meet and greets are gone yeah. So I'm like, yo, what the fuck? So it started with that. It started with like, what the fuck? And then it just snowballed. And, and I ended up paying like 53 bucks for mine. But I heard that there was some people selling them on Facebook for like 25, 30 bucks. And then my homie that went with me, same ticket, general admission, he paid $100. And so it was like, well, it was just all over the place. Right. I, I seen when I hopped on the online thing, I saw one that was like 300 and some bucks. Yeah, and I'm like, come on, man. Gouging, bro. <laughs> people who aren't even fans. What's up, B-Rail? You know, people who aren't even fans, they buy these like meet and greets or these like good tickets and then they turn around and they gouge you because they know yeah. you're, you're personally yep. attached to that and you'll pay it. We should, we should probably should give a shout Yeah, we need to give some shout outs to our wonderful sponsors. Go hit up Little Shop of Burgers. Oh, man, they got the best burgers, I tell you what. And it's not because I work there. I oh, you, you did? It's real. You yeah. did work there? Yeah, I do, man. Oh, you do? Yep. Wonderful people, wonderful atmosphere. Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah. And yeah, we got the... I used to eat there from time to time when I was still at Black Sunday, just because it was right down the street. It's so good, man. Yeah. I, the only burger I got there that I didn't like was their peanut butter jelly burger. Mm. And I'll tell you why. You remember Carly? She was piercing at, uh, she was an apprentice at the shop for a while. Oh, yes, sir. Yeah. She was working down there. And so she was like, you've got to try it. Because I like peanut butter jelly burgers, bro. Like, they're good. She brings one down for me one day. And it had, like, their jam was, like, three different kinds of jam mixed together. And then they put regular peanut butter on it, but then they sprinkle 
like this is how mine was i don't know if this is how they do it still but when i got the burger this is how it was it had whole cashews all over it and so i was like whatever i like crunchy peanut butter i mean this isn't really crunchy peanut butter anymore but right. it's just peanut butter with nuts in it but this is what fucked me up the most it had <laughs> cheese on it bro uh there are a lot of people that uh that's that it, for me <clears throat> it wasn't it wasn't right like to me it was like this is too much going on yeah there was one that i made the other day no bullshit it was like uh jalapenos uh bacon it had like i don't remember what kind of it was like the hot cheese and then it had garlic on top of it it's like roasted like, garlic or like minced yeah it's like oh yeah that's well that's awesome lot. yeah uh who else we got? We got the Can mobile. Yep. We got the mobile inside oil. If you need your oil changed, yeah. you come hit it up. We got the trailer park baker. If you need some cupcakes or cake, whatever your wonderful needs, hit her up. She's on Facebook. Uh, we got the Tubal's tattoo. He's located in Mills, the only tattoo shop in Mills. Right by my house. Get in there. Get get blasted up real proper like we got the band repent we played their song earlier yep and that is a badass song it is that was I their latest it. i yeah. liked it i didn't realize how their long vocalist it was. sounds like uh winston mccullough from parkway drive mm. he yeah. kind of has that same you know it, there's moments in the song where i was like dude this kind of has like parkway drive vibes to it for sure yeah yeah dude they're fucking that they're rocking it out. they're local man huh Yep, yep. That's super cool. Yeah, we're actually their advertising sponsor. Oh, cool. Hell yeah. You got to pay to play. That's right. We got the Shivers, too. Can't forget about them guys. Shivers. Why do I know that? Because they're like the punk band of the town, pretty much. They play everywhere. Who's all in it? Uh, we got Jeff Knock on the drums. Okay, he that's is, why. Yeah. I know Jeff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I actually was neighbors with his mom for a while. I hope that she's doing better. I remember it was a year or two ago. Oh, we got to give a shout out to Gunners UK. That was the first time I met them guys. Uh, the Shivers are with him too. And uh, it was Jeff's mom's birthday. And she fucking watered herself up on the stairs hard. Oh, dude. no. Yeah. Pam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's, a, she's super sweet. She dude. is. I, I, liked, I enjoyed being neighbors with her. She was the kind of neighbor that, like, if I was out of town, I was comfortable with her having a key. Yeah. Right. Or, like, That's cool. you know, she was, yeah, she was a good neighbor. Hell, yeah. Which those are few and far between anymore. Yeah. Very true. Oh, uh, speaking of that. Um, I don't know if he's listening or will listen later. I'm glad that uh, I got a chance to actually hang out with my neighbor, David. And, uh, yeah, he took off to Texas. I'm glad that he made it there. Permanently or? Yeah, permanently. Cool. What's in Texas? uh, His kids. Oh, cool. And stuff. It's a legit reason to leave. Yeah, but I was... It's kind of bummed just because, like, 
you know? He used to, I'd get off work, come out here, start painting. He'd Wandering. come right over. Hey, what's going on, man? How's That's your day? Cool, da, 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 da. You know? Yeah, it's it's good to have, man. A good, at least one good neighbor, you know? Yeah. I've got great neighbors right now, dude, honestly. Like, my sister lives above me, um, which is cool, you know, whatever. But, uh, and then um, one of my friends that I met through tattooing, he came in one day and was like, had got referred to me by oh, another nice. artist in town that I actually have a lot of respect for. So that was cool. Hell yeah. And told him that, uh, he wanted that tattoo Mac Miller had on the top of his hand, that little circle beach scene mm. on his neck. He wanted it recreated, and, and not two weeks before he asked for it, I had turned it down. Somebody else came in, and they wanted me to do that. And after looking at the tattoo closer, it was just like it was out of my realm at the time. It mm. just wasn't – I wasn't comfortable yeah. doing it. And so the second time in, in less than a month, somebody asked for it, which is a unique thing to ask for. It's not like right. it's something that yeah. everybody's getting. Uh, Andy was like, dude, you got it. Just take your time on your setup and on your stencil and make sure you have a good stencil. And we rocked it. And a couple months later, dude, I moved in into this apartment and he's my neighbor. Like he's, oh, yeah. he's right across from me. And so I'm like, dude, that's way cool. And we've, you know, we've become friends over the course of the last year and a half. So it's cool, I, man. I still, I still, to this day, love your razor blade the tattoo. Ra- the razor. Yeah, the, the, can- the trick or treat candy. one. Yeah. Free candy, baby. Yeah. I've got some stuff I think you'll like right now, Stevie. Some flash I've been working on that's pretty weird. I still need to, yeah. Damn, I got so much stuff, but not enough coin for it all. Right. Ditto. I got to get, I got to, we had Peanut on the show, and I still need him to get done with my back. You working on the back piece? Dude, it's pretty gangster, and I can't wait to. Yeah. You have to show me afterwards. That's cool, dude. I I ran into Peanut uh, at a car show maybe a month, month and a half ago, and it's cool to see him, dude. Definitely miss that dude, and I'm glad that he's back. Oh yeah, he's a good dude. What do you What do you guys think? Should we get into the script? Do we got? Thank you everybody for watching on the Facebook Live, and also thank you for everybody that's listening to the audio version of this on the Anchor, the Spotify, the Google, the Apple, all the wonderful things. You like that? I threw it out there real quick, real yeah. proper. Casper Horse says we can't forget about them. Oh yeah. <laughs> Rocking the horse. Yep. Were you commentating there? Or what Negative. Uh, I was a camera guy. Oh, cool. Yep. Taking all their film, huh? Yep. And it do they, was... Do they, like, televise that anywhere, or is it just for, like, film that they can live, go back and live watch? Live stream on YouTube. Oh, it's all live stream. Yep. Cool. Uh, speaking of that, I, Giselle and the people with the Skull Tree Brewing are supposed to be on at some point in time. But, uh, man, I was so grateful when, like, she was like, yeah, welcome to the horse heads. And I'm like, that's cool. Whoa. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Gonna do this now? Rad. Uh, what else? We, I don't think, do we, re- oh, we got a shout out to our truck, Mike. Tow truck, Mike. Um, <clears throat> thank you for, sco- 
Thank you for coming over and scooping up that painting earlier today. I really appreciate that, man. Uh, yeah, he's been rocking it pretty hard. Vote for Toe Truck Mike. Is that it, over? It's, yep, it is over. It is over? Unfortunately, yep. Uh, but we will throw the links in the show notes as well so people can still link up to his page. Cool. Yeah, man. Yeah, you know what I mean. Put this lotion on your skin (laughs) and get off my porch. (laughs) And it's raining outside. Let's just turn this into an ASMR show. (laughs) I got some fucking ASMR for you. I gotta piss real quick. I gotta pee real quick. And I'll be back. Uh, then should we get into oh. some of that script shit? Should, or I the- should I do the potty song again? Mm-hmm. Please do. Yeah? It's the, the potty song. I don't even remember what, what I said. Stevie's going potty. Stevie's going potty. You might need an extra set of hands. Because they don't oh. call them 3C Stevie. Now my mommy came in the door. Stevie's going potty, going potty, going potty. Stevie's going potty. Let's let's switch up the beat. Oh yeah, there we go. Stevie's going potty. We're starting a potty. Pee pee in the potty. Hey, is that copyrighted from that movie? Pee pee in the party. Pee pee in the party. I don't remember what that was. That uh, look who's talking. Who does movie? Yeah, I don't know that I've seen that. It's a. It's like. I think it was in the nineties. It was a movie about the baby could talk. You could hear what the baby was oh, yeah. saying and shit, or like thinking. Yeah. But the two parents here, did a potty song. Please, no. <laughs> Ma. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. The other local shout-out we got to give to you is to 307 Fly High. Um, oh, yeah? Yep. James is running that with the... Oh, the dogs, yeah. Yep, Hell that's yeah. right. What do they do? Frisbee dogs. Oh. Yep, it's like a tournament type thing that they have here in town. That's cool. Yeah. My, my dog only knows one game, and it's tug of war. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've tried teaching her other stuff, and she's just like. What kind of dog mm-hmm. do you got? A pit bull, a blue nose pit bull. Nice. So she's just all jaw. Just wants to. Just wants to. Play oh tug of war. yeah. Right. So. Uh. Pretty strong too, man. Hell yeah! Oh, we got to give a shout out to Head Rush Photography too. Chad's yeah, ripping yeah. it on the photography stuff. Yeah, dude, his stuff pops up on my phone all the time. Every one of them's badass. Yep, Casper Artist Collective too. We got to give a shout out to them. Um, we got the Sunday Brunch podcast. Gunner, have you listened to that yet? No, I haven't. What What is it? Uh, they're another local uh, podcast. Do I know them? Bob and Ray. Mm, I'm not sure. Rachel? You should you should actually like join that Casper Artist Collective. 
the cool thing about all of that stuff is like I don't know I was telling Rachel this one day but like I kind of feel like I'm the outcast because I'm the spray paint guy and there's all like pottery everything is beautiful right. you know what I mean but like I'm the spray paint guy or whatever yeah Hey, you, need to, you need to they link up mold. with that, they too, broke the mold man. With you, Stevie. <laughs> you need they to did. link up with that, too. Well, that would You're be You're an cool. amazing, amazing artist as well, dude. Oh, I appreciate that, Stevie. That being said, I'm, I'm only going to be in Wyoming for two more months. So I'm leaving at the probably middle... Well, not even two months, man. I mean, like, middle of October. So about... Yeah, I guess about two months. So are you taking appointments and stuff or what? Um, in Sheridan, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I Well, you know what? I did see on the analytic thing that there was a, a couple people that was listening from Sheridan. Oh, so. yeah. We're, so, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, definitely taking. But the thing is, um, I'm not tattooing in Sheridan for like money or just a tattoo Uh, Uh, it's all for a purpose so like the clientele that i do have lined up they're all pretty um open as far as like letting letting me do like my original flash Uh, it's actually been a really good deal because i i i felt like i was going backwards i was like wasn't progressing anymore i felt stagnant i felt like um I didn't like my own work that I was putting out. It, you know, I was super hypercritical on my own work right. and was questioning all the while why. Like, why, you know, I'm doing what I got to do. Why am I not feel like I'm progressing? And, and it's because I wasn't doing what I needed to do. And that's paint flash. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. get into a rhythm and you, you know, it's easy to stop painting when you're tattooing because you're just constantly tattooing. Right. But if you're not, if you can't execute on paper, what makes you think you're going to execute on skin? Word, dude. So I just took a step back and and I've just been. I well, I remember painting. when you were doing those live like painting things. That's why yeah. I always like LinkedIn and I was like, you little fucker. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, so you know, cool, man. I stopped doing that. <clears throat> Because I got so tired of getting banned off of Facebook and Instagram mm. and not being able to post or comment or do anything because I was, I would have like a record on while I was painting and it would be in the background. Oh, it wasn't, it wasn't yep. loud. It wasn't yep. anything. It was just ambient noise. And, right. and depending on what artist you listen to, sometimes you can get half hour into your stream before they shut you down and yeah like you put some post malone on though dude and i promise you it it only takes about 30 seconds for him to shut you down right so it just got tiring it was exhausting i was trying to like put myself out there and and all these platforms were just fighting me every step of the way and i'm not gonna paint in silence yeah like that do you like that is that like so it's some people's thing, I guess? But well, you know, to be quite honest, like it depends, like what, like. Okay, so if it's after like midnight, I'll sit out here with coast to coast going on. But other than that, I, 
I don't know, man. I found this weird piece with just like sitting in silence and like looking at the, you know what I mean? And I can't I don't do that. Know. Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, I think part of it is like the environment I'm used to creating art in is a tattoo uh, shop. Touche. And so there's Ooh. always music rolling, and it's a it's a sensory focus thing for me. What? Okay, so I got a question for you. So what is your definition? Well, not definition. What would... Mm, graffiti versus spray paint art. Oh, they're two totally different worlds. Yeah. I think they are. Yes. I think graffiti is its own subculture. Do you know what I mean? Whereas, like... But... That being said, with what you do, you're one of the only people that I know of that I feel like is actually like successfully capturing the graffiti vibe into your paintings. So you're taking Thanks. the core elements of what graffiti is and what it's about and applying it to spray paint art. And so I think in your case, um, it's unique, but typically speaking i think they're different worlds yeah no so what about street art so i think i mean like street art is what i see like spray paint art as is like people on yeah. on las vegas boulevard doing <clears throat> you know the bellagio fountains a hundred times a day for 20 bucks a pop you know like um but what you do is cool because you're not just producing the same painting over and over again you're 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 right. putting out a massive amount of uh, unique shit, unique shit dude. Yeah. <laughs> Vanderheiden Design. You can go ahead and check that out on Facebook. <laughs> oh, yeah. TikToks, all them. <laughs> um, don't try this at home. Oh, yeah. We are trained professionals. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shout out to the Kamikaze. Shout out to the Kamikaze kid. Yeah. He, he taught says, us that. You said safety third? First. Safety first. Yeah, I'm the HSE. <laughs> oh, okay. Head safety coordinator of Three World Bicycle. So you put together all the safety meetings? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> safety meetings. Uh, so when I made that video earlier, uh, I threw like some little topic shit in there or whatever. You guys want to hear this Herman Munster joke? Let's okay. hear it. So I actually heard it on the TV like for the, I don't know. <clears throat> My parents are in the iron and steel business. My mother irons and my father steals. <laughs> yes. Dude, I started laughing so hard when I heard it. <laughs> I got one you like, Stevie. <laughs> Do you guys know how to get a nun pregnant? Dresser is an altar boy. Oh. oh. For a second there, I thought I wasn't. I was an altar boy in the Catholic Church growing up. <laughs> I went to catechism. For for yeah. a second there, I thought you were going to say none of your business. <laughs> none of your business. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's none of your business. That would work. <laughs> that shirt's dope, bro. Thanks, man. Uh oh. You know what you guys need to check out? Hmm. Because you guys are Atmosphere fans. Uh, there's a group on the Rhymesayers label called Felt. F-E-L-T. Felt. Oh, I know exactly what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, it's, 
one half slug and yeah. yeah. I can't yeah, remember what was that other group that he was in, and I, man, I'll put this on my grandma. It was the hardest verse I've ever heard, and it was just like a freestyle. Was I it can a, never pronounce it. it. It started with a D. Dilated peoples. Yeah, and yeah. I can't remember if it was like the first or second. So track. slugs not actually, um, slugs not actually in dilate, dilated peoples. It's a, uh, it's a. Um, Shit, I want to say it's evidence, and I don't know. Is that something you could look up? But like, it's I don't have the manpower. I don't have the right so tools. Felt, <laughs> felt is slug and mers. Oh yeah, and yep. they did three albums together, and then they didn't do anything for I think ten years, and then in two thousand twenty, they released a fourth album. It's called Felt for You. And the whole album has ant as well, so it's literally what? atmosphere plus mers. It's what not did the just cover look mers. like? Um, they're at like a diner. Is there like a truck? That's the only for album? the newest Felt album. Well, I'm no, not sure. They're at like a diner, like a oh, like okay. a '50s diner. Um, standing outside of the diner on the cover, I believe. Uh, that that's a yeah they that's what's also super cool about rhyme sayers is like they all intermingle and work together and make some cool stuff like that's how you make this shit happen speaking of that if you're watching on the live right now go ahead and share it up (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, i need to do that right now huh boys share it up i got a i got another question for you and it is kind of ironic that you're wearing a hoodie but it's not the it's not the same a sweater and a hoodie is two different things. Yes. Do you guys know that uh, that dude who makes YouTube videos and TikToks where he's like, uh, uh, what is his fucking name? He's, uh, well, you know Trevor Wallace. He started off making the Zoomies videos where he was like, Mm. Worked at Zoom. Anyways, Trevor Wallace and this dude do a lot of videos together. And uh, I'm trying to think of his name. But anyways, he just did a video. that That's what popped up just now is a video of him. And uh, him and... Oh, my gosh. Who was it? Uh, Theo Vaughn. No, it was... <laughs> oh, Young Gravy. Him and Young Gravy. It's like mm. a skit where Young Gravy's like his new stepdad but he's like dude we literally went to school together like you're two years younger than me he's like does my mom even love you or and it's super funny nice he's all you can call me daddy and he's like i'm not no we went to high school together i'm not calling you dad uh i got a question for you i might have an answer okay we gotta wait for my lawyer though if you're sweating in a sweater would that make you the sweater. What? If you're sweating in a sweater, would that make you a sweater? <laughs> yeah. You got a clue. What does a clue get? You know? No clue. <laughs> it's a Mac line. Stupid. <laughs> I got a bunch of other dumb ones. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm always ready. Okay. 
Oh. So when I made that video, I threw like this dumpster thing in there with this guy peeking out. Okay, so the other day when I was at work, uh, went outside. We're sitting out there. And all of a sudden just heard this gnarly thud, right? And uh, the manager, Sean, shout out to Sean, walks over there. And he like peeks in the dumpster. And he turns around and he's like, dude, there's a guy in the dumpster. <laughs> it's like, whatever, man. So like we went back, back and forth for like 10 minutes. And all of a sudden, I just see. I'm like, holy fuck, there really is a guy in the dumpster. No, sorry, guys. And then, dude, like, got my oil burner. I wish I would have had my phone recording because, like, when he, like, got up and then just, like, walked, you know what I mean? Big old fucking leg shit out there and fucking. It's like, what's going on, man? People make a living hey. doing that shit, bro. Well, like in like big cities, they'll go dumpster dive at malls and shit. And, and I think he was running stuff. from something. Maybe, maybe he was. I mean, it's not my business, but I was just like it was crazy. Business. Yeah, it was just crazy. Because I was like, dude, how? how... Well, how I think we've all done it, right? Like, well, it was just crazy though, because I was like, man, I don't understand how that guy could be in there. Like, I just came outside and threw Especially boxes away, dude. Especially in the summer. <laughs> it's dude. like a ten minute increment, dude. Like, oh yeah. The, <laughs> I worked at a restaurant in central Phoenix, dude, like on Central Ave, Central in Virginia, like down in the, right. the new town or not, I'm sorry, in uh like the business district, like midtown. And it was uh usually a daily basis we would have to tell people to get out of our dumpsters. Right. Really? Oh yeah. We were. I mean, we were right downtown Phoenix, dude. Like, it was. Well, I wouldn't doubt it. It's probably pretty rugged. And the dumpsters mm. at a restaurant in Phoenix in the middle of summer is like no, you couldn't pay me. <laughs> There's not enough money to pay me to get in that. Hotter than shit. Dude, you would burn your fucking hands off just trying to get to little. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and like, it's not uncommon <laughs> for like trash cans, like house, the ones that you have at your house. Where they're plastic, they'll like melt. Yeah. Really? Street I, signs will melt. I can't. Josh describes the fucking. Where did you go again? Kuwait? Kuwait, yeah. But I oh, can't even did. imagine yeah. the heat factor Fuck there, dude. Went there for work to go install a bunch of shit that we built. Hey, but. Was everybody wearing long sleeve shirts? Um. No. Ninety no. percent of people had like uh, whatever you call their it. religious uh, stuff on, yeah. Or whatever on. Well, dude, I always get people. I don't know how you have a long sleeve on right now. Like, I'll, I'll wear like thermal, like long sleeve, like you know. Smokey's got a long sleeve on right now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> in my defense, yeah. it's pouring rain and it's like getting chilly, but whatever. But you know. <laughs> But I'll wear a long sleeve at, at work outside. I'm so glad you came like, over, dude. <laughs> it, it keeps you cooler, bro. Yeah. yeah. It keeps, you cool. keeps the sun off you. Keeps you from getting burnt. Everybody there, um, the people that work there are pretty much Indian. Um, the Kuwait people, local Kuwaitis, whatever you call them, 
they don't really work. They make money off of everybody that comes there to work. Because you got to be sponsored. Smart about it. You got to be sponsored by a local Kuwaiti person to be able to work, to get a work visa. And they get like 10% or 15% of whatever you make while you're there. See, there's a lot of countries that are like that. You can't just go there. You can't just decide that you're going to be like, you have to jump through hoops to be there. Right. And so like when when people argue back and forth about border security in the United States, it's like it has nothing to do with uh, not wanting people from other countries here. It just has to do with if you're going to come here, do it right. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like, there's people that that you know, move to the United States from third world countries and they're getting away from actual war and, and violence and, and uh, poverty and, and they want to come here and create a better life for themselves and their families and they go through the steps and they do what right. they're supposed to do and so it's not fair to those people yeah, to have, you know, uh, we, we need to, I think we need to be more like, that in the sense that it's like oh, yeah you can you can come here and work but like you I'll need sponsor, to i'll sponsor 30 motherfuckers yeah you know yeah. like yeah dude come one come all like that's what america's mm-hmm. about dude come here and live the american dream dude and like and hey. and and get and make money and and become a capitalist and and have you know free i mean we're quickly becoming not so free but like right. for the time being we are you know so right. it's like yeah, that's cool, man. I I love meeting people from other countries. And the last time that we were did the show together, remember I I gave you that book. Yep. You been using it? Yeah, I've been looking at it. Oh yeah. shit! I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, to have it right on my fucking table next to where I sit and watch TV, and I'll sit there and fucking thumb through that shit. Yeah, dude. I try to keep a a, a similar book. Um. For those who don't know, we're talking about a, a Spanish phrase book. It's like a learn Spanish book. But yeah, dude, if you even spend 15 minutes a day taking in another language, like you get past the first step, then it's once you learn the basics of building your sentences and what the different vowels sound like and the different whatever, like it, it just snowballs and you, you don't even realize you're learning it until one day you're just like, I know what that guy just said. Like, right. what? Yeah. I know what to say back too. You know. Yeah. So it's it's cool, man. You should you should thumb through it. You know, try oh, to. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. And like, it, I'm sure I was saying before when I lived in Phoenix, that was. You got you almost got to know you, Spanish, you, dude. You like just learn it from working. Yeah. Oh yeah. Especially if you speak Spanish all day long. Yeah, especially if you work in like food industry or construction, you're gonna. Right. It's necessary to know. My entire morning crew at that restaurant I was at, there was six or seven people on the morning crew. And outside of myself, I think there was only two other people on the crew that spoke English. One of them was like fluent um, from Phoenix, whatever. He's one of my good buddies who actually ended up, he passed away maybe about two years ago from a overdose but um and then one dude that was from mexico but he spoke decent english so you're forced to be like right you know what it's going to be easier for me one person to learn what i need to learn 
than to expect five people to learn what I know. Right. Well, and that totally, the going back to the Kuwait thing, me doing that and living there and having to work around people that don't speak English totally fucking helped me out when I went to I Kuwait. I bet. Because nobody, I mean, it's the, not anything like Spanish. The best way but to learn... Just being able to read people and... Yeah. know how to get something across to somebody without being able to talk to communicate yeah right. so and like the, the best way to learn language is to, ra- to surround yourself with people who speak the language you want to learn right? yeah I sure. mean it's the easiest way to learn it and granted they're probably going to mess with you a little bit and tell you some shit that's not right because right. it's fun and you'd do the same thing if well you I was walking around saying I like balls and shit yeah <laughs> I bet that's how, this is how you say that because I was like dude tell me how to say like you're like, uh, you, or, you know, something hey, random. Excuse and like, me, sir. How do you say it? And, and you're like, actually. Oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm actually walking around saying fucking, I like sucking balls or something, you know? Well, how did you say it, though? He didn't right. know no, what I he was I, saying. I didn't oh, know what I was saying. God. They told him they it told meant me one thing. And then it actually meant another thing. So it's like, it's like if I told you, like, uh, you're like, hey, man, how do I order my food in Spanish? And I'm like, okay, what you're going to want to do is go up there and say, Chinga tu madre, like, or, or some shit. And then, you know, like, I'm telling you, hey, man, so this is how you say, can I get? Well, really, it's like, like, to just say, like, give me is just, it's dame. Give me. And, uh, but I could tell you that it's, uh, something oh, yeah. way off, you yeah. know? Right. Well, you don't know the language. You don't right. fucking know. But that's the fun in it because it goes both ways. You know what I mean? It almost makes me want to make my own language. I did Like that. Salvador Dali. Tol- <laughs> Tolkien did that for Lord of the Rings. Elvish right. is a full speakable right. language. Speakable, writable, readable language. Dude, nobody likes Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> Call me nobody then. Right. Yes, I you did. think I'm nobody now? <laughs> Dude, Lord of the Rings is one of the best series of movies. Period. The end. Uh, like It's you know, phenomenal. You know what I always think about every time I hear Better than Lord Star of the Rings Wars. is, uh, remember Clerks 2? Oh, yeah, of course. When fucking, he's like, oh, yeah, look at the first one. And he just, like, starts walking. Oh, and the, I don't know. I always like on Clerks when he goes, come outside, I got a surprise for you. And they go outside and Jay and Silent Bob, rather, Jay's out there with his wiener tucked doing the goodbye horses. He goes, that's my fucking surprise. He goes, no, ignore the stoners. <laughs> it's a great movie. I like dogs. Dog, oh, yeah. yeah. I haven't seen that one in a while. You guys want to know something? I, uh, I made a goal for myself. I was in a pretty bad spot, mentally speaking, and I needed to get my mind off of things. I needed something that I could that I could do that was semi-effortless, but got me out of my head. So I came up with the idea that I was going to see every single movie in theaters for one year. And then COVID started and fucked it all up. So I, I had to restart it. This I started it at the beginning of this year. And so far, I think I've only missed, like, four or five movies total. Like, I go to everyone, even the ones I don't want to see, even the animated ones, everything. And because of that, there's a lot of good movies that I would have never watched. And so far, one of the best movies of the year is that one that's in theaters right now called Where the Crawdads Sing. 
it's phenomenal, dude. It's a great story. Like it's a. Right. I've heard that's pretty badass. It was. It was good, man. It was really a good movie. And then, of course, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson had a new film come out this year called Licorice Pizza. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard of that. It's too. pretty good too. Which is, licorice pizza was like a slang term in like the the like sixties or seventies for vinyl records. They called them licorice pizzas. I so, see. the soundtrack's killer on that movie too. Have you seen fucking Nope? Mm-hmm. Yeah, nope. I, that was pretty good. <laughs> I went to Nope on the opening night. Um, nope. Dude, honestly, Jordan Peele's movies, they're like so far-fetched and like it's almost like he tries too hard to be like, uh, you know, relevant, I guess. Or, this is the first movie from him that I actually was like, Yo, that was cool as fuck. That was well well written, well produced. There was a lot of really cool shots, the way they filmed it. Yeah. Um, the characters. The previews look cool as fuck. You, yeah. you haven't seen it yet? No. You need to go, dude. It's something you should watch in theaters, too, because they do a lot of, like, um, like direction, directional sound. sound yeah, shit. like, yeah. three, like four, three or four dimensional, whatever they call it, sound, where it's just, right. like, totally immersive, and it, it was a pretty good film, dude. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we need to open up these doors. It's getting hot in there. Yeah. You got any more shit on your paper? I, I, Let's I just do. take off all our clothes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what Nelly said. That, that is what Nelly said. And ha, give me an example of when yeah. Nelly was ever wrong. Mm. Was he? I mean, he wasn't Chris Brown and nobody. Right. Who wasn't Well, I mean, out. if we want to call a spade a spade, I believe... He didn't actually earn all of that money to get all of that studio time and everything. The other day, no oh, bullshit. Yeah. Okay, so you know how much I love Kid Rock. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Do you? Or are you oh, being man. facetious? Yes, sir. <laughs> so you don't like Kid Rock? Fuck no. You well, see like, him get booed off stage a couple weeks ago? Well, no. It's, oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> well, like, so... Uh, happy. That one dude uh, that I work with, he was jamming. Uh, I want to be a cowboy. I think it was. And he's I'm like, a cowboy, baby. I come straight out, straight out of Compton, straight out the trailer, or some shit yeah. like that. And I was like, I'm not straight out of Compton. I'm straight out. Yeah. And I was like, dude, did you know that he really didn't come from a trailer, man? Right. What? Okay, money. I'm like yeah, his dad owned a car dealership, and oh, like nice. <laughs> it's all good though, dude. It, it's just like it actors, is. like you know. I just hate don't ex- when people say shit that like they really didn't do, or that's what I always. Yeah, but think of it in terms of this: music is art, right? Touche. So in a sense, I get what you're saying. Like, there's like a lot Ooh, of hip hop that's like I, yeah. where you're like. You, it, it's just um, they're putting on like a disguise, a right? Facade. A yeah. facade. But think about it in terms of this: if you ran into Brad Pitt on the street, would have you ever seen the movie Wanted with him and uh, yeah. Angelina Jolie? Yeah. Or Mr. and Mrs. Uh, what was it, Smith? Yeah. Um, okay. Well, that's not Brad. How Brad Pitt is in real life? If you met Brad Pitt, he's not a hitman. Right. But he created he a was. character to be a hitman, right? Are you telling me the Ninja Turtles ain't real, dude? <laughs> they are. 
nobody's ever proved they aren't. No, I'm just saying, like, I, 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 I try to look at it like that. Like, you know, maybe his right. music isn't true to what he is. Mm-hmm. But he's but he's created this image that people resonate with and, and connect with. And so, you know, I'm not a big Kid Rock fan either. Like, there are a few songs that I'm like, oh, yeah, I grew up to this shit. Like, cool. But, you I know, like, everybody's like got the their way, niche. Yeah, I like the way you put that, man, because, it, like, it really did put, like, a different perspective. Yeah, and, like, the hip-hop shit, world, it's definitely man. frowned upon because it's, like, studio gangsters and shit like that. But... But as far as, like, what Kid Rock's doing, I, I see why, like, maybe, like, you don't have any, say, respect for what he's doing. And there are artists that take it to a an extent that they're, they're like, trying to convince themselves that they're even that. Right. Mm. But if they're just doing it to put on a show and, and make music that people can connect with, then, you know, fuck it, dude. If that's somebody's cup of tea, cool. Right. I, I agree with you, though. Him. You should. <laughs> I still want to fight him, dude. But if you fight him, you, <laughs> you both better be wearing if, Crocs. If there were... <laughs> and drinking that, what, Red Stag whiskey or dude, some remember, shit? Do you remember that fucking show some on TV? Some Howard Oh, yeah. Celebrity oh. Deathmatch. Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. It's Stevie versus fucking Kid Rock. <laughs> we need to make that happen. Yeah. That was on MTV2. I'm challenging you right now, Kid Rock. If anybody knows that guy, go ahead and tag him in the comments. Yeah. Come on, TikTok. Do your thing. Yeah. Yeah. Stevie Vanderheim, Kid Rock. Hey, Mom. Love you, too. You guys can fight at your walking around weight. No no cutting or bulking. We'll just want a good old, we just want a good old-fashioned yeah, fist fight. Yeah, just good old fucking... Yeah. Or Man. we make you guys be on a team together in a pig wrestling tournament, and then maybe you would be. That already sounds them. really weird. Yeah. You guys well, could go wrestle pigs. They're still old enough that if they fight, they'll be friends afterwards. They'll be like, Anyways. "Sorry, bro." Yeah, were, that's when we grew up. I don't know. I see. I have, oh, okay. It was. I, you, you squashed your shit when you were done, I, or you know, it was. Ri- there were cases though where it right. was like, "No, nah, fuck you." Dude. Yeah. Like, yeah, when I got <laughs> yeah. jumped by three fucking people, I'm like, "Yeah, fuck all you guys." Yeah, yeah. Yeah, This isn't cool, bro. I don't know. I've always been the type of person, though, man, that, like, I don't know. Like, whatever you say. Starts talking very quietly. Whatever you say, I believe it. And if I catch you in shit that's, like, a lie, then it takes the credibility. Fuck you, dude. Well, yeah, that's just like. Not you, personally. You know what I mean? No, I get what you're saying. Like, if you have. too many people demand respect that they haven't earned. Mm-hmm. And and my thing is, like, I'm, I'll be cordial. I mean, like, if I don't know you and I'm just meeting you, like, obviously I'm, I'm not going to automatically have respect for you. But until you give me a reason not to, we're working on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, you're, I'm getting to know you more and whatever and whatever. But once that, once, you know, it's apparent that it's not, what you thought it was yeah and it's like ah, it's hard to come back from dude it's just how we are as humans you know yeah for sure sure. should we close this sucker up or what i kind of want to stand up i do have a bunch of other well i do have oh so uh checking the analytics we had two people that unfollowed Mm -hmm. our page hey we bid you farewell Mm -hmm. That's kind of a bummer. 
I guess I, I don't know why you would unlike our page, but yeah. heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's America. Yeah, we're just out here trying to promote local business, all the wonderful music. Uh, local artists. Yeah, just everything. You know what I mean? Uh, Down with the man. Yeah, check out. Uh, so everybody that's watching people. right now. Right. <laughs> everybody that's going to be listening later on the Spotify, the Anchor, all that other stuff. Just uh, donate. Yes. <laughs> check out. All around underground radio, Monday morning. I think I'm going to launch it at like 10 o'clock in the morning. I have some pretty rad tracks that people have sent me. Oh, cool. So I'm super stoked to launch that shit off. Uh, But yeah, thank you everybody that's watching. Do you guys have anything else to say? We appreciate you, Gunner, one more time. (laughs) Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, I, I always have a blast coming and hanging out with you guys and shooting the shit and sweating balls off. Yeah. Well, it's raining now too. It's a little I'm pretty it's content. It's right muggy. Now. Yeah, it's a little muggy. <laughs> oh, the other person I forgot to give a shout out to you that is a hardcore supporter um, of us is Jed Coburnus. Go check him out. JedCoburnus.com. dot com. Yeah. That dude's rocking it in a major way. And shout out to all you guys that keep watching. Yeah, you we all, appreciate you. All you three wheelers out there. That's right, the three wheelers. Yeah, the only reason why keep we keep alive. Yeah, that's the only reason why we keep doing it. Like, mm. share, subscribe. Yeah, yeah. Talk to your mom about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> call your mom. <laughs> yeah. yeah, tell her. Well, you do love you want to call your mom after this? After we cut this off, and then we can just record it. <laughs> we did it last week with tow truck. <laughs> Dude, I. It's like yeah. a surprise call. Let's do it. Yes. Okay. Thank you, everybody that watched. <laughs> this is amazing. Joshin is going to kick us off. We're going to call Gunner's mom. The only way you can be able to listen to this is you have to listen to it on the Spotify and the Anchor and the Apple stuff. We need more people on that platform because we're a podcast. We love you, Casper, Wyoming, and everybody that follows and shit chat. <laughs> Hell yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> <laughs>